happy girl. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, where we believe that all of us have to come to Jesus like the woman at the well in John chapter 4. Our highest priority is making God real in your life. Whether you are listening in our app, in your favorite podcasting app, or on our website at watwm.org, we invite you to sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen your daily walk with Jesus Christ. What has to happen in your life for you to position yourself to receive the grace of God? What is holding you back from completely surrendering to God's will for your life? Do you fully trust him? Are you fully persuaded that God loves you and has your best interest at heart? Your answers to these questions reveal the relationship you have with Jesus. Join us in this podcast of Woman at the Well Ministries as Kim takes us on a journey through the scriptures Revealing his grace is sufficient for you against any danger, stress, or problem. Join Kim as she warns you to position yourself to receive his grace so you will come through the trouble, trial, and heartache victorious. Hello, and thank you for joining us in this podcast of Woman at the Well Ministries. And what an absolute pleasure it is to spend this next few moments with you looking at 2 Corinthians 12.9. For many of us, it is a very familiar verse, and it's something that we wrestle with, I think, from time to time. But the verse reads like this, and he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. In this passage of scripture, what we see in the beginning is Paul saying that Jesus said these words, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. And then we hear Paul respond to those words with this, most gladly therefore will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. And so as we begin to look at this passage of scripture, what I want you to see is that the flesh always wants to respond on their own merit. The flesh wants to do things its way. The flesh wants to be in control. But we learn from this passage of Scripture that when we are at our most powerful state is when we are fully surrendered completely humbling ourselves under the power of God. And so as we spend the next few moments together, I want us to just think about what that looks like, how it benefits us, and where we in our own lives need to take inventory and say, where am I taking the reins away from God and not allowing him to do his perfect work in me? Let's pray. Our kind and most gracious to Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for this opportunity to come before you. Lord, I pray that you would remove me from this message and you would take whatever words are spoken and you would 
make them penetrate the hearts of those, Lord, that need to hear this. Lord, and that you would say it in such a way to their hearts as the Holy Spirit delivers the message that it meets them right where they are. And that as we walk away from this time together, Lord, that we leave more of what you would have us to be than what we were when we came together. Lord, bless us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. When we talk about grace, what we're talking about is God's unmerited favor. We're talking about how God gives us his grace and that when I am not in right standing with God, when I am not following him or when I'm not in alignment with him, how I literally remove myself from a place or a position that can receive the blessings of God. God is not going to bless an unclean vessel or anoint one or put his favor upon them. God is going to love them and direct them and correct them. But if we are going to receive the favor of God, we need to be walking circumspectly with him. We need to be living the life that God has called us to live. And when you look in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 9, we see very clearly that God's power is being perfected in us and it's most evident in our weaknesses. Now, if you think about that logically, you never think of being at your best or being perfect in your weakest or darkest times. But Paul is explaining to us that we are the most powerful when we are in the presence of God, submitted totally and fully to him, trusting him completely, and simply following. There are many times in our lives when we are confused in our own earthly minds. We don't know which way to go. We don't know what to do. We don't know how to handle a situation. And we desperately need God's intervention, or we desperately need God's divine power upon us. But we are often unwilling to put ourselves in a position that will allow God to speak to our hearts clearly and allow ourselves to fully understand what God has to say to us. Because what happens is we put our own thoughts in, we put our own ideas in, and we puff up our own selves to the point that we cannot hear what God has to say because we're totally really thinking uh, we know best. Now, for most of us who have walked this Christian walk any length of time at all, we understand that that is, one, not correct in the way we should do it, and two, we fully are aware that 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 does not end up well for us. But our flesh will always try to do it our way. Our flesh is going to always be contrary to the word of God, but we are told In 1 John 4, 4, that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We are told in Ephesians 6 that we have a full armor of God that we can put upon ourselves so that we can defeat the devil and the wiles of the devil if we simply will just let God have his way in our lives. We watch in 1 Samuel 17 as little David, he fights the, the battle of the giant with the Lord. He faces the giant, but he allows the Lord to fight him. And in doing so, he becomes victorious. 
But so often in our lives, we see situations where we don't allow God to have his free reign and we don't allow God to have his full way in our lives and we make a mess of it. And we find ourselves in angst and we find ourselves without the peace of God. See, we're told in Isaiah 26, 3 that he will keep us in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. That simply means when you are focusing on the Lord, you are following the Lord's ways. When his ways are the ways you want to be following, when you are in full agreement and in alignment with God's will for your life, then and only then do you experience the peace of God. And it is then that you're absolutely the most strongest because you are fighting in the power and the might of Almighty God. The battle's not ours, it belongs to him. But in most of our lives, we find ourselves in a situation and we begin to depend on our own intellect. We may begin to depend upon what it is that we know to be true. We may begin to look at our skill set and we may begin to look at our gifts and we may begin to start listing our accomplishments. And so as we're standing before God and maybe even thinking we're asking him for his direction, we are standing there with a monologue of how amazing we are and how wonderful we are and all the things that we deserve and all the things that we have done. And Lord, this situation I'm in, here's how I think we should handle it. And when we find ourselves in that position, we are in no way submitting unto God. And he said, if you will submit yourselves unto the Lord, that he will lift you up in due time. See, there are decisions we make in our lives that don't just impact us, they impact others. And there are ways that God has for us to live and decisions he has for us to make and paths he chooses for us that make absolutely no sense in our worldly, fleshly mind. But if we walk in his ways and we fully trust him, his grace will be sufficient to get us through the confusing times. They are not chaos because God is not the author of confusion and chaos is not how he does things. But they may be things that don't make sense to us. But because we know our position in him and we know who he is, and we fully trust ourselves in him, and we fully understand that Jeremiah 29, 11 says that he's, he will simply choose a path in our lives that gives us hope and prosper us. We learn in Romans 8, 28, that every circumstance in our life is meant for our good and his glory. We get that God is in control, and we live our very best life that he promised us in John 10, 10. When we accept that, and we embrace that, and we delight ourselves in the ways of the Lord. And then we are most powerful. Because we are living a life that is the temple of God. It's the place he dwells. And so every breath we take is housing the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And he knows the way and he is the way. And he allows us to be part of his plan. And in so doing, he goes about doing good 
That's what he did when he lived here. He had everything he needed. That's how it was when he lived here. He had all of his needs and all of his strength provided by God. And that's how it is when we live in the center of his will. Because we are housing God. And since he lived that way, we live that way. Since he had the favor of God, we have the favor of God. We are joint heirs with Christ Jesus. And my friend, I want you to know, you don't have to wait to the other side to reap those benefits. God sent his only son whom he loved. And he dwelled among us in every way that he dwelled among us. And the power that he had is imputed unto us with his righteousness as we live housing God in the form of the Holy Spirit in us. He is taking care of business when we let him. But so many times, we're not willing to yield control to God. We're not willing to be submitted to him. And then we begin to take the reins and we begin to take God in places he never was meant to be. We begin to live with the Holy Spirit in us in ways he never intended to live. And we find ourselves in a hot mess because we took control. But see, when you are weak, That's when you're vulnerable, you're compliant, you're teachable and obedient. And for some of us, we get there, but only at the end of the rope. But we all know those Christians, those saints of God who start the road out at the foot of the cross on their knees, fully pliable by the Holy Spirit, completely submitted, fully obedient to God. And though you may see things in their life that doesn't seem to make sense, you see a joy unspeakable and a peace that passes all understanding from their lips, from their actions, from the things that they have and the things that they do. They're not complaining. They are praising God for how good he is. In the good times and in the bad times, because their relationship with God is so solid that they see God for exactly who he is, and they realize that their circumstances in no way change who God is, and they are fully at peace as they climb up into the lap, and they house the God of the universe in their lives, and they go about doing what Jesus did because they have a personal relationship with him, and he speaks to them on an ongoing, minute by minute, moment by moment basis and they're not making drastic decisions all they're doing is deciding one thing and that is to follow Jesus that's what Paul is talking about in 2nd Corinthians 12 9 that's why he says he would rather glory in his infirmities he would rather live a life that the world may think is less desirable than he would Live a life that looks like there are no trials, troubles, or tribulations. See, what he understood was that God's power is completed in us when we are 
fully submitted to him. And for most of us, that requires us to be in a situation where we've exhausted our own strength. But if we would just learn from this passage of scripture that God will not take you where he will not keep you. God will not lead you where he isn't there. God in all of his glory and God in all of his power and God in all of his knowledge is holding you every step of the way and he is the way and he's providing the way and he's providing for you and the world may look upon you and think that this illness you're suffering is one you shouldn't suffer and this Setback financially is one you shouldn't have to have. This situation at work is much too stressful. And all your friends and and perhaps your colleagues are looking and they're thinking that you're in despair. But the one who knows Jesus, the one who has climbed up in his lap, the one who understands fully that nothing changes who God is and your position in him doesn't change as long as you fully trust in him, as long as you submitted your life to him and you allow him to work through you then and only then will you experience the peace of God and so the storms come but you're not blown over the winds come and you're not destroyed the waters flood and you're not overtaken the fire comes and you're not burnt and though the world thinks it looks bleak on the inside there is victory in Jesus And though you may have some setbacks, you've never been forgotten. And those setbacks are springboards for victory beyond what your mind and heart can possibly imagine. See, his grace is sufficient. And the power of God rests upon you when you set aside your pride when you no longer rely upon your flesh, your skills, your talent, your wealth, your knowledge, but you throw your hands up and say, Lord, here am I. Hold me and mold me. Make me into what I need to be. Lead me and guide me and do with me what you would have, but keep me in the center of your will. His power is completed in us and we are victorious, but only when we fully submit. So what has to happen in your life for you to position yourself to receive the grace of God? What is holding you back from completely surrendering to God's will for your life? Do you trust him fully? The good times, the bad times, the times in between? Are you fully persuaded that God loves you and that he has your best interests at heart? Today, search your heart and ask God to do the same for you. Ask him to reveal to you what you need to give to him and then give it to him completely. If you're not feeling the peace of God, if decisions in your life seem monumental, if God seems far away, you need to ask him what you've placed between you and him. 
because his grace is sufficient for you. It'll cover any danger, stress, or problem. And his grace is going to enable you to come through the trouble, the trial, and the heartache victoriously. But you've got to be positioned to receive the grace. Paul was an extraordinary man, but he was like me and you. What distinguishes Paul from perhaps you or from perhaps me isn't how much God loved him. It isn't how much God wanted to bless him. It's how much we love God and how willing we are to submit to him. Paul was willing to submit to him regardless of what it cost him because he had an eternal vision and his sights were set on things to come. And the interesting thing about life is, is when you set your sights on things to come, on the rapture in heaven, and the glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus, on our home not made with hands eternal into the heavens, on the glorious reunion day on, with those who've gone on before us. The interesting thing is, is when you set your sights on that and live accordingly, trusting in Jesus completely, getting up every day, making one decision, that decision is to follow Jesus. When you do that, your here and now is covered in grace, filled with joy, and bathed with peace. Remember you are loved. Jesus loves you. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You can visit the show notes for quotes from today's podcast and scripture references. We pray today has been a blessing, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our app, our website, or our Facebook page. You can find our app by searching for Woman at the Well Ministries in your app store or through our website at watwm.org. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash watwm. If you visit our website, you'll be able to subscribe to Bible Bits, a daily devotion written by Kim and delivered Monday through Friday by text message. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father. And it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. To learn how to partner with Woman at the Well Ministries, please visit our website. Thank you to the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us use their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. We are praying daily for our listeners. Remember that God loves you. You are loved.
Happy girl.